a Radio 191 FM podcast. Right now, from the capital, I'm joined by Michael James Keane at the Marie, Michael. Nice to talk to you. Nice to talk to you indeed as well. Wandering Bull is your new LP. It's out now. Uh, the title Wandering Bull, it, it uh, can invoke two visions, uh, that of a bull of uh, Greek mythology uh, with Zeus changing himself into the bull uh, to win the heart of Europa. Uh, the other is, uh, I guess, a little bit of an aimless beast trying to find its place. Well, which one of these uh, is the basis for the record, Michael? Yeah, I suppose the wandering bull for me is this kind of this kind of force, this um, you know, strong, slightly destructive, um, yeah, kind of force that um, that moves about the world. That we can't necessarily control, but fix things around us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, everywhere I look, um, while looking, you know, in, into the record, I see the fact that you you, you left um, Wellington uh, to, to train in stone masonry in the Wairarapa, um, and that you mo- you wrote most of your songs there. Mm. Um, you know. Um, with the subject matter of some of these songs, w- was that more of a- an, a- an escape um, t- to to the Waiwarapa, or was it more of a, just just a break away from 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 normal life? I suppose it was a bit of both. Um, certainly, there was a degree of an escape to it um, from my life in the city, the way I've been living which wasn't always the most wholesome. Um, but it was also a bit of a bit of an adventure. Mm-hmm. Um, and just a really nice chance to do some physical work, see some other country, learn a new skill. Yeah. yeah. Get out into the hard yards. And stone masonry is... I, I think I, I think it's coming, coming back, to be honest. I think... Um, well, I mean, I lived in Central Otago for a long time, and a lot of there's always a lot of stone masonry work going on up there. Um, mm. You know, lovely schist uh, built homes. Um, in reference to to the the record, it's a reflective record, um, and I can imagine uh, not easy in some parts for you, uh, no doubt. Um, some pretty, you know, there's some some dark moments, uh, but in a way, it kind of feels like an album of a life mostly left behind, a place, you know, a place in time written to um, release yourself from something is you know but there's also kind of sparks of hope in the record yeah yeah I think there was a lot of a lot of reflection for me um, and maybe a person who I was who I who I wanted to change um, which I think that I I have in lots of ways mm-hmm. um, but yeah but the album's also about people and times, you know. Um, yeah, I suppose it's all those strong forces in our life. Um, you know, friendships, relationships, uh, death, those kinds of those kinds of forces that um, kind of affect everything around us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the the songs rolled now. 
um, you know, you you pretty much began, I think, making this record after your previous album, um, mm. which came out, The Cascade, which came out in the end of 2018. So where do these songs kind of sit for you now? Well, it was definitely a long process, and part of that was more reflection on, on you know, how I wanted to do an album, what it kind of meant to me. I think that I got a bit caught up for a while in the in the you know pressure of releasing and um, expectations about how a, how an album kind of performs and how it's received. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it took me a little bit of time just to get back to a grounded place where I want to do this. I want to make this world you know this noise into the world, and that's what's you know most important. Is that coming off the, the back of like how well the Cascade did, and, and then going back to so laid back country China as well? Yeah, I think that I kind of, I think I harboured this kind of regret with so laid back country China that we never quite kind of hit our stride in a way that I kind of expected or hoped that we might. Yeah, um, you know, I kind of had goals for that group about touring overseas and. You know, doing another album, but um, this wasn't to be. And um, I think I didn't really acknowledge that it comes a lot of grief with something that you put out. It's kind of um, it's unnecessary grief, though, because what I really care about is you know the ability to express myself. Yeah, which we have, you know, and yeah. especially now, you know, the way that music distribution and recording technology is you know it's, it's just great to be able to make these things come to life you know indeed indeed I mean so low back country China um, I mean I know if I can I guess I can speak for the rest of the student radio network I mean it did really those songs did really well that record got played a lot hmm um, and, I, and I guess it, it probably did give you a lot of expectations and I don't know what happened to the band and I don't need, you know um, and it's good to see that there's players on this record from um, So Layback Country China as well so yeah, I mean I, I guess um, with the demise of that it, um, it, it must have been well, whatever the feelings it was but it can't, it can't have been that easy um, but what, so I mean so you're talking about um, the satisfaction of putting out records. So what is what is music to you? What is what is the output of it? I mean, what does it do for you as an artist? Yeah, I suppose for me, it's, I suppose for me, it is that um, takes things out of my head. It lets me kind of examine them as a separate entity, um, and. I mean, I always said that about the, the Cascade, the last album, that, um, you know, a lot of the songs are really sad, but to me they were kind of hopeful because I'd taken those those feelings out and turned them into something else, mm-hmm. turned them into an expression. And I think that this album is very much the same. Um, you know, it's almost a way of moving past things by turning them into... Something else, turning them into songs, yeah. turning them into sound. 
Um, Composition-wise, there are echoes of um, the Cascade on this record, but there's also expansion. But I, I think at times there's also, um, you know, a bit of a strip back as well. What's your, how was your approach to making the music for this record? Um, how was it informed? Was it informed by your by your lyric writing? Yeah, I mean, like the Cascade, I set myself quite a lot of boundaries in terms of the work I've been doing with So Laid Back into something, you know, under my name. Yeah. And so there were things I avoided on that album that, in, in terms of um, backing vocals, which was such a, well, you know, uh, harmonies and stuff, which was such an important element of So Laid Back. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of electric guitars and kind of bigger drums. I kind of, you know, made a decision to stay away from all of that. But with this album, I, I didn't really set myself any of those boundaries. Um, I just kind of wanted to do what was best for the song. Um, yeah, and so tell us about the personnel on, on the record, because you did work with some of your past past bandmates and some um, I guess some friends from Wellington as well so um, what was the influence on the record or, or did they just come in as, as players as like session musicians yeah it was, it was a little bit like that I mean um, James was James Goldsmith was obviously um, really influential as a producer on the album um, and he he really helped turn the songs from you know, acoustic guitar and piano into what you hear on the album. Um, and all the musicians, I mean, the, the process of the recording was pretty... Um, they would kind of come in and we'd just explore ideas in the in the surgery, in the studio. And um, But yeah, they're all people I've kind of worked with before. I think I've got good relationships with them creatively and yeah, I had a lot of faith that it was going to be It'll be pretty straightforward once we got going. Because there must be a lot of trust, especially in um, with the content of some of the songs. Yeah, it's a bit like it's a bit like pulling the plaster off. I mean, once once I've kind of shared it, once I kind of relax about it, but I can be a bit anxious about sharing it initially, especially when the songs are still in their raw kind of phase. Mm-hmm. Um, I tend to write quite simple songs musically in terms of their structure, so sometimes you can feel a bit sheepish. You can feel like you've written this kind of thing with two chords and you got to play it to someone and convince them that it's going to turn into, you know, a piece. Indeed, indeed. And now, this, as you said before, you know, parts of these songs, um, you know, these bits of were written while you were working as a stonemason. Now... You're a statistician. How do you think that's going to inform your next record? <laughs> well, I've been having a great time writing the last six months. Um, me and Daniel Cousins, um, who plays Lap Steel with me, have been um, kind of writing together for a new, new set of songs, um, which is nice because sometimes when you finish an album, you worry that another one's not going to come. But that comes along yeah I'm not sure how this statistical software is going to kind of influence my thinking yeah yeah 
Well, I mean, we've got this one now anyway, and it's a, it's a fantastic album. Um, Thank you. Yeah, no, 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 it's wonderful. Um, and um, I don't know, it's 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 one of those albums that I think for a lot of us, uh, there's a lot of relatable material in there, and I think that's an important thing for, for any album and for, for a lot of people to listen to. Um, the reality that, um, you know, like you said, you're, you're talking about those things like uh, relationships and and death and, and um, just just life in general, mm. um, and a lot of music that comes out these days is um, third person or just non-reality in, in, in a lot of ways. People aren't really speaking of speaking to truth, and I think there's right. a lot of truth to pow- uh, power to truth and truth to power in this record. So. Um, it's really nice and really refreshing, and I think it's a it's a wonderful record. Um, so thank you for taking the time to speak to us this morning, and uh, thanks for putting it out. You're so welcome. Really nice to talk to you. Yeah, you too. Um, is there any particular track you'd like me to play? Uh, maybe Midnight Scene. Midnight Scene? Yeah, and there's a video for that track out too? Uh, there's going to be one coming out. Oh, that's right, one coming out. In a couple of months, I think, yeah. Nice, nice. All right. Well, the album is available on Bandcamp. Always go to Bandcamp first. You'll be able to find it on other streaming uh, sites as well. But Bandcamp is always the first stop for anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Always good. Indeed. Hey, uh, Michael, thank you so much for taking the time out to speak to us about your album, Wandering Ball. Uh, Have yourself a wonderful day, and hopefully we'll talk again soon. Cool. Cheers. Bye. Here it is, Midnight Scene, track number eight from the album. You're on the one. This was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.